Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. I appreciate that, but I think it's time that you get a taste of something else because I just can't with that history. In accordance with the laws of state of this court. Oh, I had to watch it again. That My video is on gosh. the morning show blog now. And with that, 2024, four days in, just got even crazier. It's Clark County, Nevada. A, a, a county judge got attacked. By somebody that she took probation away from. Like, right there in front of everybody. She's going to be okay. She hit her head. She's all right. And that guy's in jail forever. But, oh, my God. Yeah. That's, 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 we told you about this year. Here we go. We, we, we've been trying to tell you since Tuesday. Get ready for an absolutely insane year. And it's uh, this, this week has, well, this week has not let us down. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the video is nuts. Here's the background of the details. Judge Mary Kay Holfus. Clark County uh, District Court actually was uh, mid-sentencing right there, and you heard her say, yeah, I did. This was after the defense attorney made his case. She goes, I appreciate that, but no, given his criminal record. She's talking about Deobra Delone Redden, convicted career criminal who launched at her. The wild moment that he leaped out from where he was standing, hopped into the judge's bench to tackle her, and then and there's other guys there. I guess there's like a... Some guy in a, you'll see it on the video on the blog, some guy in like a dark suit. I think he's like a stenographer. Yeah, he might have been. I'm not sure. He did sure the best he doing. could to throw some punches in there and hold him back. And then you got the court bailiffs or whatever. But it's, I mean, I'm actually kind of surprised, as nuts as this, that that doesn't happen more. This guy ran right away from the bailiffs. I mean, just. I mean, like it took that guy like a couple of seconds to get up there to restrain him. You, no, you're right. Was he asleep? I don't know. Like, normally these, you know, the, the bailiffs are pretty close to the judge and. They're supposed to be aware of what's going on. And this oh, my guy God. Sprinted by everyone. Hopped over. I mean, he cleared the bench. <laughs> he did. Cleared it. Leaped over the bench, headfirst, flying Superman style, right into the judge. And thankfully, because, yeah, the bailiff took like a few seconds to get over there. This this guy, in, you know, in, in the suit, oh. who's who wasn't an officer, I don't believe. He just, and there's a moment there where he's typing out something. He looks up, and his eyes are just like saucers wide. Yeah. I think he was just a stenographer, like you said. He and was able to the, jump in. The state flag is flying all yeah. over the place. The American flag flew down. This mass hysteria. It's just nuts. <laughs> sounded like my Christmas dinner with my family. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad she's going to be okay, though. Yes. That guy will not be out of jail for a long, long time. It's just nuts. You can see it on the uh, Morning Show blog, 850WFTL.com and on the 850 mobile app. The South Florida Morning Show. Thanks for hanging out with us. Jen's off on vacation until next week. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Now, obviously, the big story of the day was the Epstein client list that came out yesterday. Not the list, really. That You know, that's kind of like a misnomer, too. It was just the document dump, the first. And ABC says more is coming. 
Right. So, you know, what else are we going to see? What else are we going to learn? Yeah. But you're right. It's it's an important, uh, you know, kind of distinction to make when it comes to it's it's not like they came out with a flight log of everybody nope. who's, you know, been on there. Nope. You don't tie dates and times and acts and all this other stuff. You're right. It's just right. a name. And you're right. And you made a good point before last hour when we talked about this, Dean, or you hear a lot of people saying, oh, did you see Trump was mentioned 18 times? Yeah, mentioned in testimony. There's like, you know, a uh, uh, verbatim questioning to from investigators to the victims saying, did you ever see Donald Trump? No, I did not. No, right. I did not. Oh, see, he was mentioned. Right. No. Low, low just, you know, I, I, yeah, I'll say low IQ. It's people who hear what they want to hear or see what they want to see, and they don't bother to actually look into it more. They just hear a buzzword. Oh, he's mentioned. Okay, well, in what context? Yes, it's what it was, right? <laughs> he's being cleared. That's why he's being mentioned. Exactly. <laughs> You know what was all? There was so much fake stuff and fake screenshot shots from this too, because it came out in like document form. You know, people can Photoshop this so easily. People are saying, "See, Jimmy Kimmel was there," and the victim said, "No, that was that was part of it was fake." And yes. people just jumped on it and ran with it. And I get it; it looked real, but no. Maybe it was Aaron Rodgers who started the Photoshop <laughs> <laughs> after his his he's got Adobe Photoshop at yeah, home. I'm telling you, yeah. he's he's down there in his wine cellar playing his Zen music. He's at Jets practice, and he's like, "Aaron, you you in for this uh, rep?" No, let me just finish this Photoshop. <laughs> Does this mean now that he uh, Jimmy Kimmel is going to go forward with a lawsuit against Aaron Rodgers, maybe? I don't know. I mean, like we said, look, maybe there's there's still documents yet to come out. So Yeah, right. You never know. But I, I I don't know. I don't think he will. I don't think he'll probably waste his time with it. Probably not. But I, I you know. He wants to be done with it. Yeah, exactly. Pat McAfee apologizing yesterday oh, for... Oh, God. Opened up his show with a big apology. Yeah. With Aaron Rodgers going on there and saying all that originally, what was that on Tuesday? Yeah, he said that about Jimmy Kimmel. I think the ABC executives got a hold of him and they said, "Hey, so... you're on ESPN. You're our company. Don't say that about our late night host." Yes, please. Don't let your guests say that. Yeah. All right. In the meantime, <laughs> mess. Get out of the heaviness and talk about some entertainment news. What's happening with music and live show? Well, quote unquote live is really pretty amazing now they had the the projection things remember the whitney houston tour that happened they had a buddy holly one before it looked okay it was all right but that wasn't ai no that wasn't complete image scans that are put on stage biggest development that happened kiss announced that they're going to live on in avatars basically and do live avatar shows it's wild abba had a big one yeah are you ready for artificial intelligence version of this guy Oh, we knew this was coming, too. Get ready. How long have we been saying this? Three years? AI Elvis is coming. Oh, yeah. On stage with a holograph. Wow. Uh, British company Layered Reality says their new show, Elvis Evolution, is going to use AI and groundbreaking technology, they say, to recreate the seismic impact of seeing Elvis live. Venue for November 24 show hasn't been announced. Oh, this year? This year. But they're going to do it. Now, for an example, if you ever wondered like what this kind of stuff looks like, ABBA did something called, I forget what it was called, ABBA like Journey or something, where they use the AI stuff to put them, posthum- a couple of them are dead, posthumously on stage. It looks incredibly real. It sounds great. And people so far on the European tour love the thing. You showed me that a couple weeks ago. It looked real, didn't it? It did, yes. It was startling how real it looks. Even for bands that are still around, for them to be able to do this and not have to do it. It's kind of sad, but I mean... Like Kiss. Kiss said they're going to do that. And if you if you do it the right way, like let's say if you have... If the Elvis thing looks really good, right? Right. Looks real, sounds great. 
be a great way to experience that in something like the Sphere in Vegas. Yeah. Maybe. Now, how does this work, though, when it comes to interaction with the crowd? You know, because that's that's part of the concert going experience, right? right? We have, you know, just using Kiss as an example, Gene Simmons will, you know, in between songs, interact with the crowd. Right. You know, crack jokes or whatever. Right. And that is just going to be, is it going to be like listening to a record? You know what I mean? Probably. You know, it's never going to be live, live. But still, for anybody, like, I never got a chance to see Elvis. You didn't get a no. chance. No. Most people listening didn't, but... I want the next closest thing. I want AI Elvis to talk to me, Bill. I want interaction. I want to know how the real Elvis feels about this. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute, man. Why don't you just book me? <laughs> hey, man. We've been saying, though, that this is the future of some it's... of these tours. I mean, you could do this with so many artists. And to bring back the ones we never got a chance to see, I'm pretty in on that. Yeah. I mean, I would do it. I would mm-hmm. go. All right. We'll see. I, they're going to be really. They're going to be releasing little snippets of what this Elvis evolution thing looks like throughout the year, I guess. All right. I'm in. We'll see. I'll, I'll do it. Let's All go. Right. We'll All take right. Jen. Yeah, absolutely. Three of us will go. Yeah. <laughs> She'll say, this isn't live. <laughs> Jen's back for vacay next week. There's Dina on Bill. Uh, coming up next, I saw something on Tucker's Twitter X show. What does he call the thing? I don't know. Is Tucker Media Company? I forget what it's called. Oh, uh, Tucker News Network or yeah, something? Yeah, that thing. He interviewed the Schwam, we like to call him, Vivek Ramaswamy. He said something stunning last night that makes perfect sense about this coming election season, and I think he's exactly right. Caught my attention for sure. I was wrong about the Gavin Newsom thing. I know I've said it for a year. It's not going to be him. Mm. It's it's a it's a Trojan horse hiding in plain sight who the Democrats are going to run out. It makes sense when you hear it. Perfect sense. Yeah. We'll tell you. It's coming up next. The self Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. I think what's become clear to me now, I'm in the thick of this GOP primary, is that the real puppet they're trotting out isn't Gavin Newsom. It isn't Michelle Obama. I was wrong about that, actually. I think I was, too. Hmm. I've been saying it for over a year. It's not going to be Biden. It's not going to be. They're going to they're run out Gavin Newsom last minute, like like late summer. I heard something so stunning last night when I watched this. Every, you should watch this Tucker interview with Vivek Ramaswamy and what he says. And the reason why I think it's stunning is, I think he's exactly right in what he says. He gets to it in this part. I think the true puppet masters, the thing about them is they're fundamentally nonpartisan in nature. There's a few things they care about. Keeping the foreign war machine humming is high Mm -hmm. on the list. Check. Keeping the administrative state's control of the United States is also high on the list. Check. They found a much more convenient puppet within the Republican Party itself. It's not Gavin. It's not Michelle. It's Nikki. The ones that have been funding wow. all these lawsuits against them. Look at them. Look at who they are. It makes perfect sense that the Democrats really would let um, Biden die in the vine, let him run, whatever it is. They know they can't beat him. But the people who are behind all of that, all of the the, the war funding machines, the, the the funds that actually, you know, the, the contractors that, that benefit from all of this stuff, the, the constant wars and battles and 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 violence throughout the world and the administrative state and the the censorship complex all that stuff support Nikki Haley you could have a you could have somebody that does all of that stuff but but <laughs> hidden in the republican side if they can get these court cases to win against Trump and they've got what they want and they can always back off and say no that's not true no no that's, she's she's a republican what do you mean what do you mean right they they just kind of hide behind you know the label and say no, no, no. You know we're not. Uh, you know sabotaging the the Republican Party. Look, I mean, Nikki Haley's a Republican. And when I first heard this, I thought to myself, I was trying to make sense of it. In that, 
So are they saying that Nikki Haley would switch parties? No. And run against Trump? No, they're saying that their plan would be to have her beat Trump in the primaries. Just get him out before the general election. Yeah, they don't care. They don't care what letter is next to her name, an R or a D or an I. It doesn't matter. Just get the person in there in power that suits their needs. What kind of needs and who are they? He goes on to say this. And I think that if you just follow exactly who are the very people who are paying to keep Donald Trump off the ballot, who are funding the lawsuits that keep Trump off the ballot, the Reid Hoffmans of the world funding lawsuits against Trump, the Larry Finks of the world, king of the woke industrial complex, CEO of BlackRock. It's just obvious and hiding in plain sight. It makes way too much sense not to be true. It does. And he would know. And it's diabolical. And he would know, right? I mean, he has oh, a front row seat to it all. Oh, oh, absolutely. He sees it. He knows it. Golly, man. I just... <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's, if that's the actual plan to try to beat Trump, because they're going to beat him at any cost. They don't care what it is. I'm... I hate to say I'm in a dark place mm. when it comes to this election cycle, but I kind of am. Oh, it's it's going to get really dark for a few more months before things get cleared up. But but this is a big deal. They all a big part of this also. They didn't want anybody's plan to be exposed here. In other yeah. words, why they they hate they may hate the very people he just talked about. These financiers they hate Vivek more than they hate Trump. They really can't control him. At least Trump they got court cases. Right. And it fills in a blank. I've wondered for uh, months now. These they're very very expensive court cases. Even all the billable hours, all this stuff. This isn't just coming from crazy woke prosecutors. Yeah, this costs a lot of money to bring in all the research and all the side stuff we don't see. There had right. to be big money behind it to go after Trump. Well, there you go. It makes look it, all all of the you know the pointings, all the findings, all of the theories make sense. That's what's scary. It uh, and you know you might ask yourself, well, how would they do it? Well. Look what they're doing. We take him off the ballot in Colorado. Take him off the ballot in Maine. You know, he's fighting to the Supreme Court to get those things overturned. And think about when did you ever – Nikki Haley has run before. You've known about her before. She was the governor right. of South Carolina. She had her U.N. thing. She, she was, was a the secretary Pentagon of for, state or something. Wasn't she for yeah. Trump? And she, well, no, not for Trump. But uh, she, what she's been around, right? When have you ever heard of her so much with a massive campaign? I was just in New Hampshire last week. So the their primary is coming up and – you know, you could not avoid Nikki Haley out of your life with signs, billboards, TV ads, radio ads, social media that was geo-targeting anytime you went on Facebook. It was like Nikki Haley was on vacation with me. Wow. A massive amount of money from these very same people Vivek just mentioned are behind this. There is a huge push to get her There's to a get big this push. nomination. And we heard about the uh, Nikki surge. Oh, yeah. Remember that? I think it was about last month. Or yep. about a month and a half ago, heading into the final debate. <laughs> it does. I, I hate to say that it makes sense, but it does. Because instead, it seems like they understand that Biden isn't going to back down. Right. He's too stubborn. He won't. And, and they can't find a way to make him back down. That's the one thing. You're right. That's the one thing he does have. He can refuse to not run. Right. You know? And it sounds like, you know, they, they realize that, okay, short of some type of mutiny, it's just going to be too <laughs> obvious. You know what I mean? Like, so what are we going to do? What's what's the other plan? We can't run Kamala. We can't run Gavin or Michelle if Biden isn't stepping away. Now, like, wait a minute. What if we had a puppet nominee on the Republican side? And this isn't, and, and this isn't you know, from the DNC. They obviously want a Democrat to, to do it. But these are the money. These are the financiers behind the DNC saying, right, it's not going to be you this time. But don't worry. We've got somebody that we can control that'll advance all of our issues. Oh, this is so obvious. I just, he's I, right. 
He is. I think he is. And I don't understand. I'm I, I'm concerned, man. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, there's no other way to put it. Like, what are they going to do again? Because they are not going to let him win. It's just it's not. They're not going to sit by and let a legitimate election take place where he's on the ballots, well, where everything's on the up and up on election day. They're just not going to do it. They'll try all they can. You know that much. It doesn't mean it's going to work. It is, it is still from the p- very same people that Vivek just, just mentioned. They're behind Nikki Haley. It's still a Hail Mary. Yeah, true. It's still not guaranteed. To win. It's still a long shot that they can do this. In fact, to that... Uh, the Supreme Court is is about to take up the Colorado case, right? Of trying to knock Trump off the ballot. You know this, their Secretary of State who started this whole thing, urging the Supreme Court to provide a swift resolution. Oh, it's going to be swift, okay? Yeah, I would I would hope so. That thing's going to get booted up. It's not going to make it up the steps. Is here's my theory quickly, and I've been saying this. I don't know if I said it on air. Maybe I maybe I said it off the air like last year, year and a half. They either. Let everything take place, right? They're going to go through all the channels to try to get him out right. before the general election. Right. They're trying to try to make him lose during that, the election. That's what we see now. So that's where right we're right. in that phase. If they if it gets to a point where they realize it's just too much, like it's too obvious, so he's going to win. They're going to go to Plan B, and Plan B is they're going to basically tear down the country from within. That's what and, I'm worried and about. Blame it on him. Well, that's what they'll do. Being president. Look how divisive he is. Look exactly. what's happening. Right. This is all cuz of him. Civil war in the streets. A lot of because people of believe it's still people believe that January 6 was him. Uh, I I I I think that's their plan B. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. You can't you can't elect him. Look what he did. Right. And then, we need a stable voice like Nikki Haley. I hate to be exactly, <laughs> but the look. Okay, I hate to be so dark, but no, like, I, I'm just. I, this I know is where all. They the, are. I know all this is dark. I get it, but here's the light in it. It's being exposed now, and they did not want somebody catching on to it like Vivek. And yeah. he did, and a lot of a lot more people are aware of this now. You you make you put light onto the situation of what they're trying to do. It's it's tougher to pull off. And he's so far ahead in the polls. Again, people say, well, how would this even be possible? Right. Well, if he's not on the ballot, that, that's how it would be possible. It's still lawfare right now. Yeah. We'll see. They're trying everything they can. It is a Hail Mary, though. That's that's true. <laughs> what a year. My gosh. All well, right. just begun. Uh, rapid fire will be a little bit lighter than that, I think. But we'll cover <laughs> the headlines, too. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show just past bottom of the hour. Stick around for that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Rapid Fire rolls on full power, even though there's only two-thirds of us. Jen still on vacation until next week. There's Diener. I'm Bill. I guess the biggest story, you really can't avoid it. It's sorted. It's gross. Fascinating. All rolled up into one big, gross sandwich. But the Epstein Files, the first document dump released uh, yesterday at that New York court case, some big prominent names on there that weren't surprising at all. Bill Clinton. Alan Dershowitz, partly surprising. It was how much he's mentioned in the questionnaire. Because there's a uh, And the, the amount of times that he apparently was at that island. Now, I still have not gotten a fact check on this. Still don't know whether he represented Epstein at all. Right. 
maybe didn't know anything else that was going on. He's 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 claimed complete innocence for years on this because his name has popped up the whole time. The surprising names. <laughs> Stephen Hawking? I'm still trying to recover from that one. The world-famous physicist in the wheelchair? And apparently, I guess, David Copperfield as well? Yeah, the magician David Copperfield. And now Fox has a follow-up story saying he had performed at uh, the Palm Beach House. Wow. Huh? <laughs> what? Now, maybe in Copperfield's theme, it was just, like, you know, performances. But there's some type of... In, in the document, there's some type of wording where he might have been aware of what was going on. Yeah, exactly. Through through the questioning, like it was made made known in the documents that it's possible that he was aware of what was happening. So that's not good. Uh, <laughs> Him I, and, I, I'm still trying to figure out Stephen Hawking too because they used the word participation. Yeah, that was for Stephen Hawking. No, a lot of it. So nobody has the time to go in and read this, but we can just tell you that a lot of it is transcript related, where their investigators are the officials are asking. Alleged victims about this. Like one of the one of the questions is, did you know? Did you see Donald Trump there? Not that I'm aware of. Did you see him anywhere? Not that I'm aware of. And people are going saying, see, Trump's mentioned it. His name is in there 17 times. Right. No, that's not really it. And also, that may be the case with Dershowitz, where his name is mentioned a lot, but maybe just in the form of questions in the transcript. Yeah. It's a little tricky. That's that right. That is the tricky part because you know we say, oh, the client list. It's not a client list. It's we're, not the full. It's not a list of right. Yeah, we're getting transcripts. We're getting documents. Which, by the way, we're supposed to get more today, according right. to ABC News. So you know, supposedly another document dump coming later today, and that's what you have to be careful with: is what does it say? What is the context exactly of the document? Right. Exactly right. So that that's where you have to be careful. And the fake news that's out there, the Photoshop skills that people have are amazing. Oh, geez. There was one Photoshop immediately out there, Photoshop thing that said that Jimmy Kimmel was mentioned, and and one of the victims that said, "Yes, I saw him there." It's right. not true. It was fake. Yeah, there was that. I, I think there was one with uh, Oprah going around, and everyone's like, "See, Oprah!" And like, no, that was fake. I did, well, just stop lying, please. And that's the other thing it's too. Enough confusion these days. Yeah, before you, you know, start texting your family. Oh my gosh, did you see who showed up? Or you, you know, retweet something <laughs> to try to like win your argument from Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah, where exactly. you're arguing with somebody about. I, I told you. I, I told you. <laughs> just be careful because there's a lot of nonsense going on while while the real stuff is coming out. So. Cautionary tales. That's the best word of advice, Diener. You're exactly right. Well, it's just unreal, man. What a crazy time. Yep. Um, speaking of crazy, yeah. so another person who is mentioned on that document, and this was one that, you know, no surprise because of the accusations against them, was Prince Andrew. Oh. Brother of King yeah. Charles III. Uh-huh. There are rumors, Bill. There are royal rumors that King Charles has called an emergency meeting. With William and Kate, leading to uh, abdication rumors. Oh, no kidding. Yes. And that, this is just coming out within the past few hours. Hey, that's been the speculation. He would step us. He wanted He wanted this, the royal ceremony. Right. Ch- Prince Charles deserved that, right? Yes. Wanted to be king for a little bit, but then he would step aside, abdicate, and give it to the kids. That's pretty much been right. a rumor. That, that was right. That was kind of the talk Which is not from a the bad, start. By the way, for his personal lifestyle, not a bad way to go. I, mean, I was king, and I'm still al- I'm still alive. Yeah, to right. tell the stories and just inv- enjoy the fruits of the world. You have the world at your heel, and let you know Prince William and, and Princess Kate take over. They're very popular. You got no responsibility. Why not? Right? I would be a smart move, Willie. That's the question. So apparently, again, this is according to you know uh, an inside source. 
within the royal family in the workings yeah. has said that this uh, you know emergency meeting is taking place now. Whether that is because of Prince Andrew showing up on these documents and King Charles feels he needs to separate himself from the situation. Yeah, it could be. Or, you know, maybe that accelerated the process. Because, like you said, from the start, they talked about him abdicating the throne at some point. Maybe it would have been five years from now. Maybe this, you know, has sped things up. It's a lot of speculation. Oh, yeah. You know, hearsay and rumors. But that's what they're talking about. And I think what's fueling it, too, is the Danish queen abdicated her throne. She's going to be stepping down in mid-January to let her son take over to become the new king in uh, Denmark. <laughs> Side note, did you see anything from this Danish queen? She's a wild one. Yeah. She's like six foot tall, <laughs> chain smoking. <laughs> like, she wants to tour at the Stones. I saw people saying she's like a lizard person. <laughs> oh, she's a wicked party. She's like a reptilian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's like, I didn't want it anyway. <laughs> I'm done. She's 83, so she's stepping down. By the way, with the royals, the English royals, yeah, yeah you'll ne- yeah, you'll never see Prince Andrew again. No. They- they've hidden him away. So, but it's interesting timing. Yeah. I mean, if this emergency meeting really is taking place. I would. Like, you do it. I maybe maybe they're going to do it quicker than you know they anticipated. Huh. But they're also seeing that Prince William was saying he wanted to wait for his son Prince George to get a little bit older. I guess in case something happened to him, God forbid. What so, in case he's beheaded? I, mean, I guess on. I don't know. <laughs> it's not the 1600s anymore. <laughs> the Revolution, Bill. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Speaking of going back in time, uh, have you been holding on to that calendar from 1996? Oh, isn't this weird? It is. There is a massive search for 1996 calendars. Why? Because you can use it for 2024. How crazy is that? Everything matches up. All the holidays and everything? Uh, Pretty much. Throwback subject matter. 1996 calendars with the sensations of the time. Home Improvement, Friends, Seinfeld. That's awesome. Boys to Men, Whitney. Oh, what Pam a time. Pamela Anderson had a big year in 96. Oh, what a time. Not a good one, but oh. a big one. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Uh, between They're going on eBay between 20 and 200 bucks. You still have one in your basement. You should use it or sell it because they won't line up perfectly with a new year until 2052. Wow. That's so cool. Who How knew? Things come around, right? Oh, like, yeah. Easter is actually at the end of March this year. I was looking at that uh, a couple days ago. Oh, that's early. It's very early. Is this not also a leap year? It is a leap year, yes. 29 days in February. Don't forget. How about that? Crazy year. Just add to the crazy year of 2024. If anybody I know has a 1996 calendar, it's you. <laughs> Lying around dusty somewhere under your old Nintendo. You're so right. You would be you. It would be me. <laughs> I might have it. I don't know. I, I don't think, think you I might. Do. I think you should bring it up. Put it in the 850 studio. <laughs> I do have my Nintendo, though. That is true. <laughs> I still have it. Right. Um, just a little thing. So last night, if you saw this, and this is coming from me, okay? Yes. It, no, it was not Aliens, Okay. So there was some confusion last night from people. Dan Bongino, uh, Dan Bongino being one of them, 850's own, who lives on the Treasure Coast, sure, was posting on Twitter last night, what is this? What am I seeing? It was a SpaceX launch last oh, night. Oh, right. 6, 6.30. It was Their the first Fal- of the season, I think. Yeah, it was the Falcon 9 putting up more Starlink satellites. Right. And people were, like, caught off guard because it made, like, you know, the big plume, and it had, like, the big, you know, um, what, what do you call it, like, whale tail behind it, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. where it makes that... Big, like, uh, oval-shaped, you know, trail behind sure. it. And it's awesome to see, but it always freaks people out. Like, what am I seeing? Yeah, they had one of those last year. People wigged. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's guys, it's SpaceX. It's not aliens. Dan, listen to me, Dan Bongino. It wasn't aliens. Everything's fine. Not, it wasn't aliens this time. This time it was SpaceX. This is the one time you will not t- tie aliens into a story. This time, I am fully admitting, no, this one was not 
an unidentified object. This was a Falcon 9 rocket taking off last night, and it was spectacular. If you got to see it, it was visibility was insane last night. You could see this thing for miles. It was so cool. All right, all you alien fans, Diener is a denier. <laughs> it's he all is fake. A, this whole time. <laughs> he's a plant. That's right. He's a denier of all the alien technology. Of the CIA plants. That's wow. <laughs> It was all a ruse, everybody. There you go. Now you know. <laughs> wow. Gosh. All right. The Epstein thing, what we know about that. Um, the the escalating war. Does this open it up now that Jimmy Kimmel can sue Aaron Rodgers over this because he wasn't on it? I'm curious to see. They're talking uh, about new details in maybe, their feud. I don't know. And uh, we have another, yet another famous Florida resident, uh, new from New York. Mm-hmm. This time he'll do his show from here. Everybody's here. Everybody's coming. A lot more coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. From from California to Maryland, from Michigan to to Florida, we we represent over half the U.S. states because every state in America is now a border state. And we've seen that on vivid display today. That's a big story from yesterday. That would have been top headlines if not for the Epstein uh, document release, part one. That was Mike Johnson, new Speaker of the House. He and 60 Republican lawmakers went to the border to a little looky for themselves, a little, uh, little field trip. You think they had little packed lunches and little... Oh, yeah, but like brown bag. Little sannies. Yeah. They all went there, and then they had the portable podium, and he had his press thing going on there. I give him credit for organizing this thing. It means absolutely nothing if they don't follow up and do something about it. But the, he did point out the issue, things that have already been said before. I mean, they didn't really have actually have to go to Eagle Pass, Texas to look at the border crisis. We've all seen it. We all know about it. Sure. He blames, again, no surprise here. I think everybody understands this, the Biden administration. Under President Biden, America has laid out a welcome mat to illegal immigrants, smugglers, and cartels. He is responsible for the grave threat to our national security and our nation's sovereignty that these policies have created. Again, already established. Everybody that understands that already knows it. And you're not going to convince anybody that doesn't blame Biden for this, any, anything otherwise. Right. It's just a moot point. Until you get to something and you take the money away and you shut down this government until you sh- close this border, nothing's going to happen. And Nothing. Maybe, that's, that's, that's kind of where we're at. I mean, maybe it's drastic times call for drastic measures. And you're, you're talking about the, you know, a record surge. At the border. No one's ever seen anything like this. But meanwhile, you have the Biden administration coming out. And this is not a joke. They really said this yesterday. Well, there's nothing unusual about what's happening at the border. No. Nothing unusual. It's never been seen before. Nothing unusual. And if you gave me more money, I'd be able to to fix the problem. Right. They created the problem. Spend hundreds of billions of dollars in foreign wars. but, But you're not giving me enough money. Well, maybe you should have spent that money here, morons. Uh, Mike Johnson, I, th- he started to get to the good stuff at about this point. President Biden wants a supplemental spending bill focused on national security. Ah. It better begin by defending America's national security. Okay. But if it does, you know, he led into this press conference talking about the voters will decide. We'll make them aware of the issue uh, for November. Do you know how much damage could happen between now and then? What's happening? December of 2023 was the largest illegal border crossing month in American history. And right now, as we speak, have you seen the overhead drone shots of the 15,000-strong caravan of people, like this moving sea of people leaving southern Mexico? Yeah. They're just coming right in. And it's not fair to them. It's not fair to anybody else, let alone the bad stuff that's coming through, not just people that just want to make a better life for themselves. Right. I mean, foreign nationals, people who want to take terror cells. Oh, sure. Oh, just, just lovely stuff. 
Oh my gosh! I mean, it's it's a golden opportunity. Are you kidding me? All you got to do is just hide hide within the pack. You mean fifteen thousand people? Are you kidding me? Sure. Uh, something's being done on the Senate side, though. Rick Scott, latest lawmaker, our own senator, one of them, to sign a pledge to fund the government only if certain immigration measures are taken. That's what I'm talking about. That's what you got to do. So Rick Scott, I don't know how far it's going to go. He's got a few a few signed onto it already. He has announced. He will not vote to fund the government until the border is secure. He's also asking every member of Congress, both chambers, take the 2024 Border Crisis Immigration Pledge, he's calling it. Hmm. Uh, came up with the pledge. He says the Biden administration's mishandling of the border continues to threaten national security. That's the basis for this. And he wants to take away all the... That's what you have to do. You have to at least get to the point where you threaten to take away money for anything. Anything. Yeah. Until this is this is what this is the biggest crisis in the country right now. It's priority number one. It has to be. I mean that's and that's what they're they just keep ignoring it. I mean, it, and unfortunately for the Republican Republican led House, it's important to point that out because yes, they are you know highlighting it, but they're highlighting it and saying, well, here's what they're not doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. But there's something that you know they could there's. Look, I, I get it. Biden has final say in all this stuff, right, as, as the president. But you still could, you know, do stuff as a Republican-led House as far as, you know, locking up funds and things like that. So it's just, man, it's just frustrating because they, they highlight this, let's face it, for political reasons. Of they, course they do. You know, sure I mean, they, they know this is where a lot of people are, are looking right now. And it's one of the reasons why Biden's poll numbers are so far down is because how poorly he's performing not only with the economy and national security and everything else in this country, but with, you know, the, with with the southern border. So they're going to highlight that for election season and say, look how bad he's doing. Well, that's what scared me going into this, where Mike Johnson got there and he said, we're going to make the voters aware of what's happening. here." No, you can't just wait for that. Of course, they're already aware. You can't wait for November to make any change to this thing. To get a, and then wait a few months and they'll come up with a border policy and the new politicians will come. No, you have to start taking action now and threaten them and get them to close this border. They're not going to do it on their own. They're just not. And can you they imagine? better follow up. I, I would much rather see Rick Scott in charge of actually getting some money taken away from these people because they, nothing should be passed until this is taken care of. Nothing. If nothing continues to get done, I can't even imagine where we're at oh my God, I, by November. Yep. Yep. Good gosh. All right, well, we didn't talk about this, but this came out. This is a, a January story every single year, but I think it's I think it's more accurate now because they started to tie U-Haul numbers to it. Oh, yeah. You're thinking U-Haul numbers? It started during the pandemic when they started to look at the number of one-way trips out of states. It's turned out to be more accurate in the end of the, at the end of it than even some of the census numbers of the most left states. And the states that have the most amount of people coming to it. Once again, topping the list. Yes. More people are leaving California than any other state. There you go. New York is number two. I think Massachusetts is three. Really? Forget what it is. Northern state. It's all the all the typical states you can imagine. Yeah. And that's hard data, by the way. That's not, you know, like some you know, census data is great and everything, but this is this is I think it's more for, relatable. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It shows that people then, are literally moving out. <laughs> and then they tie it to real estate numbers and all this other stuff. Right. Texas is still the state that most people are moving to. Mm. Florida I mean, is uh, is number two on the list, right, right behind, behind Texas. Yeah. And add one more to the list. Oh? If somebody cuts you off in traffic on 95 with a Fox News bumper sticker, <laughs> it might be Sean Hannity. Oh, he's coming down? Still with a New York license plate. Yes, that's right. He, we don't know where in Florida, but he announced on X, announced on his show, 
<laughs> He's officially moved from New York to what he calls the free state of Florida. <laughs> Sean is 62 now. Now, I could not imagine that he would be anywhere but in Palm Beach County. Yeah, I believe he, he has a house here somewhere. It's, it's I enormous know he's here. He's not on the West Coast. No, no way. No, no, it's down here somewhere. Like he's trying the, to get as close to Trump as he possibly can. Oh, yeah. He wants, he wants to be within walking distance of Mar-a-Lago. Trump probably set him up at the house. Sean, I've got you all set. <laughs> I called Good Greek Moving and Storage. You're all good. <laughs> That's they, right. They took, uh, they took your TV and everything. You're all good. He's coming down. I love that he feels the need to announce it on his show. Oh, it's amazing, too. I wish I, I'll grab the audio for later, but he made it like it's a news story. <laughs> I have decided, like we care, right. to leave for the free state of Florida. But he makes good points. It's like everybody else has said. The weather, law and order, better education, more freedom, better quality of life, and no state income tax. That's what pretty much everybody who's leaving and coming here has said. That's uh, That pretty much covers it. DeSantis jumped right on it very smartly, and he tweeted out yesterday, Welcome to the free state of Florida. Oh, there you go. So there you go. We get even more crowded. It's like something out of a, like a dystopian movie, isn't it? That when you hear the free state of Florida. I know. <laughs> Like, like it's like Hunger Games. It's the free region. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're one of the free regions. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's going to change it to region number two. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I've <laughs> uh, got some more headlines coming up next. We've got the craziness of 2024 continuing with convicts attacking judges. Hop in the bench. This happened in Nevada. We've got the audio for you. And the video, by the way, is on the morning show blog. Yeah. Just insanity. That and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Here's an audio daily reminder that 2024 is just going to be nuts. Oh, no. Let's go to Clark County, Nevada yesterday. I appreciate that, but I think it's time that he gets a taste of something else because I just can't with that history. In accordance with the laws of state of Nevada, this court is- oh. Oh gosh! Well, oh my gosh! Now we have criminals hopping the bench and attacking judges. It's one of the craziest videos I've ever seen. It is insane. I when I came across this yesterday, I just there was no context when I first saw this video. I know you're like, where is that? Right? It's just some people posting it on Twitter and with like different captions. I'm like, is this an old video? Like, did this just happen? <laughs> And it, it just happened. <laughs> Vegas judge pounced on an attack by a criminal during a hearing after she denied him bail. Well, it turns out she made a right decision. Yeah. <laughs> judge Mary Kay Holfus, Clark County District Court, was mid-sentencing. You heard it right there, right in the middle of saying, and she had just heard from the defense attorney. She said, I appreciate that, but in light of everything, blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden, bah! Here he comes. Uh, convicted criminal, Deobra, Deobra Delone Redden, launched at her. A uh, wild moment, he leaped out from where he was standing and hopped into the judge's bench to tackle her. Now, before the bailiff had even gotten there, because he made, I mean, this, I will say this, that is one athletic move. In about a second and a half, made it all the way. Now, you had to hop from the, the banister where he was. Right. Get to the judge. In mid, I don't think he ever touched the bench. Mid-air, he hopped the entire thing and landed on her. She's going to be okay, by the way. She hit her head, but other than that, there's some, I think a guy was a, if you watch the video on the morning show blog, a stenographer, he's in like a blue blazer jacket or whatever. He gets some punches in. He did the best he could before the bailiff got there to calm things down. Yeah, it, it, I can't believe it took the bailiff that long, honestly. Like, I, I know. I was surprised by that. I don't want to. sleeping? Well, that was the thing, right? When I was watching this video, I didn't want to like, you know, kind of, you know, downgrade the guy. But I was thinking to myself, 
Where's the bailiff? Like, why? <laughs> why is? Where are the cops who are like going to stop this guy from beating people up? Thankfully, I, I like you said, I think it was a stenographer or somebody like that jumped in right away as soon as you know the criminal jumped on the judge. I mean, flew over like you said, completely cleared this the the, the stand and landed on her and tried to abuse her. And you know, like thankfully, the guy in the suit there was able to pull him off somewhat, and then so then fast. finally the cops came over. Well, he isn't going to be in jail for a long time. But when he's out, I think the Raiders are going to put in a claim for his draft rights. I'm telling you, man. (laughs) If nothing else, it was a very athletic move. I've never quite seen anything like that. My gosh. That is just craziness. Man. Like you said, the video's there, 850WFTL.com. All right. Um, Biggest story of the day yesterday was obviously the Epstein list. I keep on saying list. It's not really a list because it's not listed and tied people to dates and times and context and information. A lot of this was transcripts from victims talking about, and they would mention a name, and they would say to the victim, do you know so-and-so? Have you ever seen them? Some of them was yes. One of the people mentioned in the transcript of all people was magician David Copperfield. Did not see that coming. No pun intended. I did not see that coming. Did you ever meet David Copperfield? Unnamed witness said yes. Okay, and there's other reports. Fox has the story. Some of the some of the victims that are in the transcripts released yesterday said he had performed at Epstein's house here. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I'm, I'm still. There's a sentence in there that people are trying to figure out what it means. Where he, it shows that maybe he knew what was going on. Right. And that's where... That, that's where, right, even it wasn't involved but new is, is where the question comes right. down. Right, and now. if that's the case... And that's for everybody, too. I mean, that's, you know, your automatic disqualifier, like, you you, you gotta go. I mean, there has got to be some type of punishment. If you knew what was going on and you were still there anyway, you know, performing, doing your paid performance, but if it was just, you know, some type of paid performance and that's why people saw him there, that's it. It's a different story. It's unfortunate for him that he was mixed up in all that, and he, you know, if he didn't know what was going on, that kind of stuff does happen. I mean, performers, right. recording artists, that they, they will get hired for private events. I, I have no idea what was right or wrong, but I mean, that part of it's not shocking. Some of the other names not shocking at all. Of course, Bill Clinton was mentioned by witnesses there as having been there many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan Dershowitz was on there a lot. It was a little bit surprising in the amount of witnesses that said he actually was. But Stephen J. Hawking. The, the, the famous physicist. In a wheelchair. Yes. Couldn't, couldn't talk. He was the guy at the voice box. Hello. Right. I am. God does not exist. Remember, yeah. he was not a big God guy. Yeah, he was an atheist. Yeah. Uh, they said he was there. And not only there, but some of the witnesses in the, te- again, in the testimony from the documents involved. I'll use that word. If it involved, I think, I think they actually used the word participation oh boy. for him. And obviously he's long gone, so. Ew. But boy, is that, that's unfortunate to say the least. My my gosh. And that was just the first round, by the way. Oh, yeah. So supposedly something today or tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah. According to ABC News, there's supposed to be another document dump, as they're calling it, um, later today. So, you know, again, what context? Just keep that in mind. What context are these names being mentioned in? And so that's that's what you have to keep in mind. You know, like with Trump, people ran with it. Oh, Trump has mentioned 20 times. Well, that's because there were people being asked about him and they were saying, no, we never saw him anywhere. Right, he's <laughs> mentioned to, to clear his name. <laughs> right. So it's all about context with these things because, like you said too, is this not, this is not a list of people who were involved in certain activities. Yeah. These are basically court transcripts. These are, these are you know like uh, deposition transcripts. Essentially, is what it comes down to. Yeah, that was a misnomer. People that said we're waiting on the client list. It's not a list. No. It's mostly transcripts. So you really have to read into this stuff to see what it's all about. To your point about Trump, here's some of the here's some of the. Uh, 
uh, uh, transcript that happened here. And and these are the investigators asking. Here's the question. Did you ever see Donald Trump at Jeffrey's house? Not that I can remember. On the island? Not that I can remember. In New Mexico? No, not that I can remember. In New York? Not that I can remember. Stuff like that. Right, exactly. So so there's a mention of Trump's name in there, and you've got people running around today going, he was... I had actually forgotten that that was an argument that people were using against him. I forgot that that happened because it Mm -hmm. sounds so ridiculous. He banned Epstein in 2007. That's right. From Mar-a-Lago. He was was really one of the first to be like, this guy's bad news. Get him out of here. Right. Back to that. This is a little bit older, but this is an interview that happened from an independent journalist uh, with uh, an attorney. His name is Bradley Edwards. He had and has represented over 70 Epstein victims. Wow. Over 70 over the course Gosh. of like 10 years. This is what he had said. Again, a little bit little bit older interview that happened outside the Palm Beach County Courthouse. This is what he said about Trump's involvement. The only thing that I can say about President Trump is that he is the only person who, in 2009, when I served a lot of subpoenas on a lot of people, or at least gave notice to some pretty... Uh, connected people that I was going that I wanted to talk to them. He is the only person who picked up the phone and said, "Let's just talk. I'll give you as much time as you want. I'll tell you what you need to know." And was very helpful in the information that he gave, mm-hmm. and gave no indication whatsoever that he was involved in anything untoward whatsoever. I'd like to say that should clear that up. You know, it won't. And that that clip actually is. A few years old, I think. It is. It's it's older. Yeah. Two, three. I don't know. So just to put that in context, too, I mean, you look back at that now when yeah. that was originally recorded. Right. Connecting to basically, you know, Trump being cleared by these, you know, what was said in these documents. Which he said all along. Exactly. Anyway. So it's all there. <laughs> Who's got a great take on all this stuff? And I wish Jen... We may even play this for Jen again next week when she's back on Monday just because it's her favorite. Dr. Sebastian Gorka. What a voice this guy has. And his cadence. It's the cadence that really gets me. He calls it the Epstein Epstein. Like Frankenstein. (laughs) (laughs) You got to hear his take on this thing. Anyway, we've got that coming up. And we've got, and I'm sorry, Diener, it's very unfortunate news for all of us Star Wars fans. Oh. This next one they're planning so far seems to be, it may change. I think it's going to be a woke disaster. They need to change course immediately. You should hear the director of this thing and what she's saying. Again, maybe that's just hype, but we'll uh, we'll explain it. I'm so scared. It's (laughs) it's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Dina, we got to get Jen on the phone just to listen to because Sebastian Gorka, every once in a while, that's like her favorite. Oh, that's her guy. Remember, yeah. he was talking all the time when he was actually in the White House. He would come out, he would give his little press conferences. I just talked to the president, and I have this what. <laughs> uh, Jen's back next week, by the way. There's Dina. I'm Bill. Let's go to Sebastian Gorka for his review, for his take on the document dump of the Epstein, as he calls it, Epstein Files. And we'll get to some other stuff in a minute, but we just got to listen to this guy. Well, there you have it. The first drop of the Epstein list. <laughs> Alan Dershowitz, dear, oh dear. Prince Andrew, no surprise. Ehud Barak, former Prime Minister of Israel. Hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine, because we all have to deal with it. Everybody has, like, customer service problems. Can you imagine being a customer service rep for, like... <laughs> I don't know, like a like a phone uh, provider or whatever. Hello, how can I? 
I would like to know. <laughs> oh my gosh, if he's calling. What you have done. Oh, geez. Why is my bill so much higher? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. He's just awesome. Oh, geez. And we laugh uh, at him and the way he says this stuff, not at the situation. Hello, is this Uber Eats? Oh, no. no. <laughs> uh, this is part two. You're right. It is serious stuff. But, of course, President Trump was proven right again. Nothing on him, quite the contrary. He knew that this man was bad news. So why did he get that sweetheart deal from the Florida justice system and the Department of Justice? That's one of the key questions we still need answered from the so-called Epstein network. <laughs> network. Oh, he has a fair point. And at the I end, just, of course, he promotes his podcast. Of course. You know, that's how it goes. I just, I can't get over it. It's just not only his voice, but his cadence. It's the way he says this it's stuff. It's just the best. Gosh, good old Gorka. Now, 10 minutes ago, we were sitting here saying, with the Trump thing, and we read some of the transcripts for you that, that clears up. People are running around saying, you know, Trump's name's on there. It's, it's mentioned. You have to clear his name because in the transcript they're saying, no, I didn't see Trump there. That's why his name is mentioned in the questioning. It's not really a list. It's not a, it's not a client list. Right. It's a, a, a document dump of a lot of transcripts, most mostly anything. Witness statements. And Witness statements that, yeah. is what it is. And I said, I, I would hope, I don't think so, but I would hope that this would clear that up forever. You'll never hear people actually saying that Trump was associated with him again. It took 10 minutes and I'm wrong. This and is, you know who's to blame? Gosh. The news media. Yep. We have a fake, corrupt, stupid, biased news media that gets enough people to believe this kind of stuff. And I'll give you a, an exact real-time example of how this happens. We have this goofy, stupid news wire it's part of our service here. That's from Metro Source. Mm-hmm. It's it's run by NBC News. Right. I'm just going to read you the headline. You understand why people get fooled by this kind of stuff. This is exactly what we're talking about. We this ju- is how we they do it. We just told you his name is only in this document dump because in transcripts people said, "Did you see? Did you see Donald Trump there? No, not that I'm aware of. In New York, not that I'm aware of. Completely in New Mexico, not that nope. I'm aware of. Totally cleared. Let me read the headline. This is how it happens. This is how they do it. Former President Donald Trump's name appears in the first batch of unsealed documents from the Jeffrey Epstein sex trafficking case. That's it. You absolute... This is how it happens. This is how fake news happens. This is why, speaking of Trump, when he said that fake news is the enemy of the people, exactly why. Because you get enough people who won't look into it. They'll look at that one headline, they'll hear somebody, and they'll go, see, he's right there, he's good. (laughs) It's it's all buzzwords. Name appears. Just, that is, that's evil. Is what that is. Yeah, well, it's complete and total uh, man, just manipulation. It, it is manipulation. You're exactly right. It's because biased. It's, it's hackneyed. It's awful. The vast majority of people, myself included, I'm guilty of this. But thankfully, I you know, I stay informed. We, we, we try to stay informed so we can inform on the show. But the vast majority of people don't click on the story. No. They, they read a headline. And then, and then you form your opinion from a headline. And when you read a headline like that, if you're not informed, if you don't know what's going on, if you don't know that his name appears in a sex trafficking case with Epstein, which is all the headline says, then you wouldn't know that his name only appears, like we said, because it appears because he's being cleared in the witness statements. Shame on anybody or anything that is still associating that. The second half of that little news blurb, by the way, listen to this. Listen to what they tie it to. So they just mentioned Trump. Mm-hmm. 
Documents reportedly have over 150 names of people who have been associated with the disgraced financier, including former President Bill Clinton and Britain's Prince Andrew. You just listed Trump's name. Right. Who is completely cleared of all this stuff next to Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew, who are not. Right. This is how they manipulate narratives. That's exactly this it. This is what, this is the, this is a picture perfect prototypical example of fake news. This is exactly how they do it. It's been going on, not for years, for decades. Oh, and God. we're just, we're so aware of it now, thankfully. But on the on the negative side, it's so incredibly frustrating because of how aware we are of their, you know, the way they tried to manipulate people's minds. Because and you know opinions. that people, I'd like to think, and there's less people that believe, it, it, I mean, there actually is good news within this. There's less people that believe traditional corporate media. True. Because they know that they lie so much. Right. But they're still out there. Jen tells the story all the all the time of her friends she has arguments with that will they would take that little blurb, and they would take it as the gospel and say, "See, I was right." Yep, exactly. Trump. That's it. His name appeared. Yep. What do you mean? His name appeared. It's amazing. That's it's all amazing they hear. Amazing what they do because they can fool enough people, less yep. and less, but enough people still will actually fall for it. Yeah, it's a shame. Well, I'd like to give you some good news, but I don't think it's coming. Why not? Now listen. <laughs> A lot of this stuff is hyped up. Yes. I learned my lesson in the Barbie movie. Ah. Uh, it's a woke thing. Hate men, this and that. No, just calm. No, it was. Calm down a little bit. It wasn't. But this new Star Wars movie they're working on. Oh, man. It actually may be a woke disaster. It, it may actually happen. I'm really scared about this. I'm not going to lie. Now, cooler heads may prevail. I mean, Disney did. Uh, they own the Disney, the uh, Star Wars rights. They did calm that lady down who was ridiculous, and they redid the Snow White movie because that was headed for disaster, too. Right. Rachel Ziegler? I used to play Snow White? Yes, they told her to stop talking. (laughs) I mean, they really did. They said, please, please stop. Just, you're you're killing the advanced sales of this movie. But this may actually be bad because of who they're selecting as the the filmmaker who's going to be in charge of the next Disney movie. An upcoming unnamed film set in the Star Wars universe starring Daisy Ridley. That's good. She portray- she portrays Rey. Yeah, it's a big deal. She's back. In the uh, sequel of the trilogy. And we love Star Wars. Director's name is Obeid Shinoy, filmmaker known for directing feminist documentaries. Yeah, boy. I mean, that's one thing, but it's not like, it's not even the worst, right? Right. Still give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe this is just a completely different kind of deal. Well, here she is talking about men. Oh, boy. That patriarchy that power structure and is that a part of the calculation of your art as well and and what's been the reaction to that oh absolutely um i like to make men uncomfortable i enjoy making men uncomfortable (laughs) well i'm uncomfortable (laughs) it worked yeah now listen this may be completely different you may have you got script you got editing they Mm. may you know but you hear her talk do you think Disney's gotten the message that they're tired of the messaging? They're this, tired of the audience doing that? Because I, I don't go to a Star Wars movie looking for this. To be able to look into the eyes of a man and say, I am here and recognize that. And recognize that I am working to bring something that makes you uncomfortable. And it should make you uncomfortable because you need to change your attitude. Oh, God. Uh. <laughs> it's a Star Wars movie. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Please, don't do this. It's just Star Wars. Like, you, we don't need messages. Just tell the story. Maybe it won't be that bad. <sighs> maybe it won't. I'm glad you're positive, Bill. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold out hope. That the, maybe this is just all hyped up. I, but so far, I don't know. Bob Iger said he learned his lesson. I don't think he did. I don't think Disney did. 
They, they, they need to figure this out. Listen, when they start making money again, do you, do, would you doubt that they would start messaging again and putting the woke stuff in and preaching yeah. to people? And <laughs> they, got, they got to figure this out, man. It's not good. They better stop. Hey, we got rapid fire. Oh. Well, bound to be something good in that one. <laughs> we'll try. Bound to be something hopeful. <laughs> oh, Lord. Just past bottom of the hour, we'll uh, go around the room with some headlines mm. coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Stick around for that. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What the heck is going on in the world? We'll update you best we can. We're going to try to... <laughs> it's been dark today. We're going to try to lighten it up a little bit. Can't help it. <laughs> Diener has been severely depressed ever since we talked about the new Star Wars project. With yeah. The, who's directing it, but we'll, we'll make it better. <laughs> we'll try. Hey, by the way, Jen's still out on vacation. She'll be back early next week. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Biggest story from yesterday, obviously, was the Epstein dump. They erroneously called it, and I think this is social media's fault. They called it, we're anticipating the client list. It's not a client list. No. They're not tying any names to certain times or dates or locations. Or It was a lot of transcripts from victims, actually, where the investigator asked them, do you know this person? Did you ever see this person? And they would deny, or, you know, unnamed victims there. That's what a lot of this was. Supposedly, a, a second document dump coming as early as today. We'll see. I know whose name. I haven't mentioned this all morning. I actually, I, I kind of glossed over it, but it's an important one, too. Michael Jackson was mentioned in there. I didn't even see that. Yeah, someone mentions, uh, I guess, again, you know, witness statements is really what this comes down right. to in these documents. And they asked, did you see Michael Jackson at Jeffrey Epstein's house? And they said yes. So, take that for what it's worth. Obviously, it feeds into all the speculation that surrounded him for years. I think... But we don't we don't know. I mean, that's they just said they yeah. saw him at the house. So Looking back now, isn't it clear to everybody that Epstein was trying to get a hold of and extort and get dirt on everybody he possibly could? Oh, so it for makes sure. sense that anybody that he could get pictured with, hopefully not, you know, involved with, right, with uh, with these these victims or, or anything else, or he was trying to extort people. That's how he made money. That's how he had power and influence. That's what it was. Does anybody re- really actually doubt the story now that he was murdered in jail after all this? Oh, it's obvious to me. Good Lord, of course it is. My gosh. There was a lot of people, or a lot of people, and maybe even organizations who wanted him silenced. Oh, of course. Let's be be real about it. So, I don't know. We'll keep an eye on what else is coming out of that thing. Well, this was kind of a... Yes, I swear, Bill. The Miami Dolphins, I, I, I am almost positive they are a cursed franchise. And it's, it's all because Joe Robbie built on an Indian burial ground. No, it's because until recently, they've had awful GMs. <laughs> it's, That's why. It's the burial grounds, I tell you. I swear, this is, oh my gosh, the things that happened to this team. So Joe Robbie did not pull a poltergeist. <laughs> and by the way, his name should still be on that field. I agree. I'm not even a Dolphin, I'm saying this. I, I still call Joe Robbie sometimes. It's the f- stadium formerly known as Joe Robbie. Yes. Remember Privately we- financed that thing, by the way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Stephen Ross, that's privately financed. No, what? Joe Robbie financed Oh, it he did, that's right. Yes, originally. Oh, Stephen Ross is not privately financed. No, he paid the for league, a lot of the... the league helps him out. Well. Please. <laughs> the, the, that the, guy. The, well, at least it wasn't tax dollars. That guy is no Joe Robbie. <laughs> you, sir, are no Joe Robbie. <laughs> and I served with Joe Robbie. <laughs> Sorry. But I bring this up because, obviously, with Dolphins lost on Sunday. Yeah. They got throttled on Sunday, let alone lost to the Ravens. The yeah. Ravens get the number one seed. Dolphins are now hoping to overcome so many injuries that faced this team going to the final game of the season against the Bills on yeah. Sunday down here. And so many things could happen. Right. I mean, if the Bills win, they get the number two seed. Or out. Or they're out of the playoffs. That's amazing. And if the Dolphins, Dolphins are in one way or the other. They it just could be as on high as two or as low as six. I forget what it is. Six. 
Wow. Right. They can have two home games in the playoffs or go on the road to Kansas City in the first round. It's a massive game. It's it's the biggest in probably 30 years for this team as wow. far as implications go. But if that's not enough, right, everything stacked against them going to this game. Tyreek Hill's house caught on fire yesterday. I saw that. And, I mean, Is this trouble with the newlywed? I hope not. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Thankfully, nobody was home. You know, you know, pets, family, everybody was fine. It yeah. ended up being contained to one of the uh, top floor, a room in, in the top floor. But, I mean, there were helicopters out there, <laughs> firefighters trying to put this thing out. It looked like a big fire. Like, it looked really bad from the cameras. But thankfully, you know, they were able to contain it to uh, one section of the house. But, man, WSVN was all over this thing. Oh, they had helicopters out there. They were zooming in on Tyree Kill standing in his driveway. I'm telling you, man, it's poltergeist. Okay, I'm going to try to give you some hope. Please, I need it. Maybe his ankle is healed so much that he was running on the (laughs) treadmill in his upstairs gym, and he was going so fast that it actually sparked a fire on a rug on the carpet, and it started the house fire. Maybe maybe that's what you got to believe in. That's what it was. I I appreciate your efforts. (laughs) So I don't know, man. I'm telling you, there's some poltergeist stuff going on with this team. Maybe burn some sage at Hard Rock Stadium. I don't know. Hopefully no, they can win. Nobody knows more about sports curses than me. I am Red Sox fan. That's fair. So I can tell you that they don't. They really, truly are not real. All right. Don't Thank you. put any faith or belief in that. Don't blame it on that whatsoever. Thank you. I appreciate the that. The Curse of the Bambino was a made-up thing by Dan Shaughnessy, sports writer for the Globe. That's who came up with it? It was full of crap. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow, he's been around for a while, Shaughnessy. So, yeah. oh, pr- please... Prove me wrong, Dolphins. Win this game on Sunday and get the AFC East and get the two seed. My gosh. If they lose Lord. and you come in here talking about burial grounds of Indians, <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm going to come in dressed as a shaman and try to remove the curse if we lose on Sunday night. Right. Oh, gosh. Hey, it took a while. Uh, we were waiting for uh, Donald Trump, former president, Palm Beach County resident, big listener to the show. Not really, but maybe. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's commented on Claudine Gay and Harvard. He put this oh, on his, wow. his truth social thing. He said, Claudine Gay has said Harvard back 50 to 100 years. Other than that, she's done a great job. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he just left it at that. He was suspiciously quiet about Harvard throughout this whole time. Yeah. I was surprised. 150 years? Right. My gosh. Other that, than that, you're doing a great job. Well, that's a pretty good statement after being quiet for a while. And I loved to yesterday, I don't know if, if, if you uh, got to see this, the um, community notes on Twitter. Oh, yes. There were... Actually, it's funny because it started with the AP report. We read that AP report yesterday because on the air. stood out like a sore thumb how ridiculous it was. Where they called uh, plagiarism the new weapon of the conservative right. It's the new way to attack. Yeah. And then that got community noted, I guess, a few hours after they came out. And they said, actually, AP, uh, you're wrong on this because <laughs> she broke... Harvard standards and rules when it came to plagiarism. It was so nice to see them community oh, noted. Fantastic. So Ridiculous. That's working at least. Yeah. This kid, I want to give a shout out to this kid. He's going viral. 13 years old. He has set a record for the to be the only person to beat Tetris. Impossible. <laughs> it happened. The original Tetris? Apparently it was... Impossible. Will, this kid is from Oklahoma. Uh-huh. No one's ever done this before. They beat the original Nintendo version of Tetris. This kid is a YouTuber. Willis Gibson managed to reach the legendary kill screen. What? At level 157. So no one's ever seen what actually happens when you get to that. They've only heard of the kill screen. 
You've seen it. When you get there, you die because no one can beat it. Wow. And it's at a point which the game crashes and can no longer function. They're out of moves. You beat, you literally beat the game because it's it's just, it's out of algorithm. You beat it. I guess that thing was designed back in the day by some Russian scientist or something. Yeah. I guess. They made a movie about this, actually, for Tetris and how it was created. It was on Apple huh. uh, TV, and I wanted to watch it. It looked pretty good. I didn't know anybody never solved it. Uh, yeah, I thought someone had beat it. I remember I had friends um, who were really good at it. My sister was good at it. I was I, To this day, I'm terrible at Tetris. Awful at it. Can't do it. I credit my Tetris skills for me to be able to pack nice a, a, a back of an SUV or a trunk the way I do it, because I am outstanding at that. You I have know, three girls in my family. Yes. Oh. And I will tell you this vacation we just went on with giant suitcases, <laughs> three hotels, two different cars. I'm an ace at packing, and I credit Tetris. It's a real talent. I swear to God. No, I, I'm with you, man. It's a skill. Like Lauren tries to pack things, awful. See, and this is they got. She's got big suitcases on top of small <laughs> things. I'm like, hold on, let me put my Tetris skills to the to work here. And I bet you Lauren's bad at Tetris. Because Probably. I, and I'm because I'm terrible at packing the car, and Kristen. Who's good at Tetris? Who's good at it? She's really good at packing the car. Dina, I swear to God, there's a link there. There's, I'm telling I'm, you. I think there is. I think you're right about this. I bet you this kid can pack a car like no one else. <laughs> <laughs> and for his efforts, what does he win? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. He got <laughs> he got a mention on Rapid Fire today. That's what he won. <laughs> Although we probably got millions of YouTube hits. Yeah, that's true. Know. How about that, that we beat Tetris? That's awesome. Good for that kid. Yeah. All right, we've got uh, breaking away from things a little bit. Let's talk about some consumer stuff. It is the, the the season of returns. You got your stuff. Maybe you got some Christmas gifts you don't like too much. You want to return them even online? There's now a lot of fees associated to that. Mm, hate that. The free ride is over. The guy talking to us about this coming up next is our consumer reports expert, John Matarese. <laughs> With horses in it. And it's next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Useful information that affects your wallet. The Robes Law Group Consumer Affairs Report with John Matarese. Here we are. Christmas is over. New Year's Eve is over. We're into 2024 deep already. You know what that means? We're into the return season. You know, stuff you didn't really like, what you got for the holidays. But is it a possibility that stores, retailers are slapping some service fees on us as you try to return stuff? Only one guy to talk to about this, our consumer reports expert, John Matarese. John, is it going to cost us to return this year? Well, yeah, it's getting tougher to return. You know, during the pandemic, Bill, uh, stores took anything back anytime. You know, it was COVID and oh, yeah. everybody relaxed everything. I mean, airlines are like, oh, you want to change that flight? No problem. No fee. <laughs> Things are all changing now, getting back to reality. And at the stores, uh, they've shortened the return policies on electronics again. Uh, it's 15 days, 15 days after New Year's for most electronics this year. Well, that's and pretty that would short. Be whether, that's pretty short. Whether yeah. you're at the Apple Store or Walmart, Target, uh, Best Buy, uh, basically if you got a laptop, an iPad, an Apple Watch, something like that, uh, you want to get it returned in exchange in, basically in the next week, this weekend, because after the 15th of the month, uh, they've gone back to the old two-week window for returning electronics. That's that's short. It had been 30 days yeah. for a while. So with the electronics, be real careful because, uh, you know, you wait till like January 18th, and you're like, nope, you can't return that Apple Watch. So get out there. Get out there and return it. The other thing that's going on is more and more web retailers, online retailers, are adding um, – Return fees for shipping. In uh-huh. other words, seven to ten dollars to ship something back. 
and this has been growing over the past year or so, and more are doing it. Uh, what happens is, and the reason they're doing it is, shipping costs are high, and people, I'm not going to blame my wife, but people <laughs> buy like five of the same thing in different sizes and then return four of them. I'm talking about shoes. I'm talking about coats. I'm talking about, you know, a little little uh, shirt, pair of jeans. People oh, yeah. buy a lot and then ship it all back, and it costs the stores money. That costs money to return things. So what they're doing now is they're saying, oh, that's fine. You want to return it online? Uh, it's going to be 7 to $10. You know, I didn't expect to have this opinion going into this, John, but I'm kind of on the retailer's side on that. If you, and I know it's familiar in yeah. my house, too. You buy three versions of the same thing just to make sure it fits. Yeah, if you're going to return two yeah. of them, you really should pay for that. That's okay. That's fair to me. Right? Yeah, yeah, it is. And there's ways around it. You know, if you're at Amazon, you can go to a Whole Foods, yeah. uh, return it there for free. And if you're uh, ordering anything online from a mall store, or something, you can go right back to the store. Coles, you can go back to Coles. So you know it, there are ways to to avoid it if you go back to the physical store. But you're right, though. It's not like back in COVID. Remember, it was like, hey, I bought this sweater five years ago. I'd like to return it now. They'd be like, okay, no problem. They were, oh yeah, exactly. they were really loosey goosey <laughs> then. All right, yeah, uh, this now I imagine that for consumer stuff, we're not buying a lot overall in the country in January, because a lot of people overspent during the holidays. But there are certain things to buy and certain things not to buy during January. What's on that list? Yeah, we are shopped out. You know, it was another record-breaking holiday season, and so people are shopped out. But the stores now are clearing out everything winter-related and uh, holiday-related. I mean, now's the time to grab, you know, 75% off Christmas decorations that you can just tuck away in the closet for next year, yeah. uh, so you can get those on sale. Also, they're starting to mark down all the winter items uh, because, you know, spring is around the corner and all the new fashion and beachwear, so they're marking down the winter items. So there are some good deals to find in the stores right now. It's mostly mostly clearance. January is a great month for clearance. Now, there's some things, though, you might want to hold off a little bit, and somebody just asked me about this the other day. Uh, furniture, you'll find some sales right now, but the big sales on furniture – Beds, mattresses, that's President's Weekend. We are talking, mm. you know, February 14th, 16th, huge sale. So if you really want to buy things for the house, you want to get that in mid-February. That's when you'll find the best deals on, on all that. Also, uh, your beachwear, you know, because people are all planning the uh, their, their spring getaways, going to the beach. That's, that'll be on sale then, too. Not many sales on uh, beachwear. For uh, early January, because people want it. Everybody up north wants to come down to the beach. Who would have thought? That's right. That's like up north trying to find a winter jacket in fall. You can't do it. Unbelievable. All right. Thank you, buddy, for these and so much more. Don't waste your money. Consumer Report on our news partner, WPTV News Channel 5. But John Matarese, all over the social media. Where do we find you there? Yeah, John Matarese Money on Facebook and on Instagram. And John Matarese on Twitter or X for a daily consumer alert. Outstanding. We're off and running for 2024, staying away from scams and saving money. Thank you so much, buddy. We'll talk to you in a week. Useful information that affects your wallet. The Robes Law Group Consumer Affairs Report with John Matarese.